Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. That's right, time to, time to talk a little blues hockey with our guy Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic. You can follow him online at J.P. Rutherford on X. Just still weird to X say. X gonna give it to you. That's right. That's Jamie Rivers and Anthony Stoltz. What's up, Jr.? Nothing, buddy. I, I haven't said X once yet. I don't it's think that weird. I'll ever say it. Yeah. But it feels weird saying Twitter when it's clearly not Twitter anymore. Right. And what do you call it, a tweet yeah. or an X now? An X. I just X'd. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say that. It seems, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it before yeah. I said it, Anthony. My bad. No, you're fine. Yeah. Well, and that new that new X logo has like a slash that goes through the middle of it. So every time it pops up on my watch, it looks like I have a crack in my watch. So yeah. I want to tell these guys to get their logo right. Yeah. Anyways, Austin Matthews just signed a four year contract extension with the Toronto Maple Leafs. What does this mean for hockey when a superstar like Matthews signed a four year deal? Uh, JR, and you look back with Robert Thomas on an eight-year deal, same thing with Cairo. So what does this mean now for the the Maple Leafs and Austin Matthews? Yeah, first of all, great for Maple Leafs fans to get that done. I know that's been a point of contention here for a couple years, what's going to happen. And it doesn't solve their problems with William Nylander and a couple of the other guys that are going to be up for contracts, but it gets their top guy, Austin Matthews, signed, and it's at a good number. And Riv, I like when these players do the four-year deals. You look at Stamkos did it in Tampa a few years ago, and then he's still prime age, 27, 28, uh, when that contract is due again. Then he signs another big one. And so, yeah, you're going to make out like a bandit when you sign the 11-year, 10-year, you know, way back when, those types of contracts. But I think it's a situation with uh, these guys. They're still in the prime of their career. Matthews is to be young age when he comes up uh, after this one. Yeah, and I also like the fact that it doesn't handcuff the team either. So if the Maple Leafs can't get to the promised land or even get past the second round four years from now, if they want to go in a different direction, let's say they've got to go through a rebuild, they can't afford all these guys anymore, now you're not married to a long-term contract that's eating up a ton of money either. Yeah, and the other side thing to this in terms of uh, what Blues fans will be interested in is uh, William Nylander because uh, there's been a lot of talk in Toronto that he could be available if indeed uh, they've got too much of a cap crunch and can't bring him back. Uh, Nylander in Europe today talking to The Athletic and Sportsnet and a couple other reporters who made the trip over there for the European player availabilities. He said he's not worried. He wants to stay in Toronto, uh, really isn't focused on the contract yet. So not too much information there, but said he really wants to stay in Toronto. JR, this leads me back to a, a couple of different things that I wanted to discuss with you. Uh, the first thing, I was out on the ice with the guys the other day and noticing – Young guys are starting to roll into town, and it got my brain kind of working, just kind of trying to figure out, out of the young guys that have the potential of you know playing for the Blues this year, whether it's a Bull Duke or a Dean or you know pick your player, it doesn't matter who it is, young guy, we'll just call him that. What young guy for you could surprise people and make the Blues have a tough decision come the end of training camp? Yeah, well, I think there was going to be a couple of them potentially, and then some of those late signings, when you talk about a McKenzie McEachern, when you talk about an Oscar Sunquist, you know, I think ate up a couple spots, and now it makes you kind of wonder. Also, you know, Doug, Doug Armstrong doesn't give out a ton of information in terms of what the team's plans are, 
But, guys, he did say a couple times this offseason, you know, you look at Dean and you look at Old Duke, and they potentially could be ready soon, but we feel like they need more seasoning. And so I think what he's telling you there is he'd like for those guys to start out in Springfield, get some games, and then see what's going on. You look at a, uh, a couple of the players that played for the Blues last season, too, uh, who got some games late in the season, whether it be in the, in the bottom two lines or the, the defensemen, uh, the bottom two pairs. You know, I think it's a situation where – he wants these guys, even though it's a retool, uh, to get some more experience. So I think that he's going to play some of these guys that he brought in, like Sunquist, like uh, maybe McEachern, even as a depth forward. And if you're going to see a guy, you know, Dean is a guy that Tim Taylor, the director of player personnel, brought up to me as, as somebody who could step in next season and play. And I think at times you're probably going to see Bull Duke. But some of those are some of the names that I think that are coming through the system that are probably going to get a chance. JR, another young guy that is – you know, talked about quite a bit here right now is Scott Perunovich. And a lot of people here in, in Blues Nation wondering where he fits in. You look at this defensive core, it's deep. Um, you still have Tori Krug that to me is almost a mirror image of what Scott Perunovich could be and would definitely take away some prime power play time from the young guy. In your opinion, what does it look like in order for Scott Perunovich to get more time? Well, I think it's got to happen, and I, obviously he's got to stay healthy. I get that. That's what all the fans are going to talk about. Prinovich is, is definitely aware of that after having these three injuries. But, Riv, to me, you look at, at the chronological order of how that happened. Scott Prinovich was signed one day this offseason. He was signed to his extension. He's going to make the minimum next year. And then just a couple of days later, you have the Tory Krug to Philadelphia rumors, and then, of course, he invokes his no-trade clause, and he's not going. But that's Doug Armstrong doing his homework in order, get the Pernovich deal done, know that that's taken care of, then he can try to trade Tory Krug. It didn't happen, but I think that shows the cards of, of what they felt about that situation, that you probably can't have both of those guys in the lineup, and you'd like to get Pernovich in there. So when you're eight or nine deep on D, you know it's going to be hard to find guys, if they're all healthy, the playing time, but I think Pernovich is a guy that you've got to see what you have for one, and he has to play games. He's not going to get any better in Springfield, and he's not going to get any better in the press box. Jeremy Rutherford joining us right now from The Athletic here on 101 ESPN. JR, we've been asked this question. You you have, might have a better feel for this. What's going on with the Blues announcing a captain? So, yeah, that's something that I think caught a lot of our attention in the offseason, maybe at the end of last year, rather, when uh, Doug Armstrong said that you know he doesn't know if he's going to name one. And he went as far as to say, yeah, I'll reach out to guys like Barrett Jackman, David Backus, see if it's necessary in today's day and age. What I've learned in the past couple months about the Blues' intentions and everything subject to change, you know, uh, they could make up their mind one way or another. Uh, but I think that uh, they might, in fact, go without a captain. And I think that's twofold. Does Doug Armstrong really think that uh, one is needed? You know, that could be part of the equation. But I think the bigger part here is, you know, are you ready to give it to Robert Thomas? And I think maybe the answer is not yet. And do you give it to Braden Shin? For a couple of years, knowing that Robert Thomas could be ready in a couple of years, but also Shen would still be around because his contract has about five more years left on that. So, you know, I don't know that Doug Armstrong's thinking that deep on the situation. I, I just think that it's legitimate that the Blues could go into the season without a captain, at least poking my uh, nose around the situation. That's what I've heard in the past month or so. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I Honestly, I don't care where the game is headed at this point, Jr. You need a leader in that locker room, and I think that that's part of the problem that you see in teams that are younger that don't have a captain is you kind of don't really have the one guy that you lean on. And 
I know the contract plays and all this stuff, but look at Toronto. John Tavares is a captain. Austin Matthews is a superstar. He doesn't need to yep. be the C. And so when I look at the St. Louis Blues, for me, without question, without question, the captain is Braden Shen. And if it's two years from now that you're like, oh, man, Robert Thomas really seems like he's emerging, guess what? He's still got six more years on his contract. Braden Shen doesn't. You'll eventually pass the torch on, but your captain has to be the one guy that's noticeably the leader of your club. And at this point, and certainly in the near future, I think it's Braden Shen. I agree, and if they do name one, I think that's who it has to be. And I'll look at it like this. We just talked about all these young kids coming up and it being a retool for at least another year. Could they make the playoffs next year? Yeah, but this is a retool any way you look at it. And to me, if you're a bold Duke and you're coming up, how much did it help Thomas and Kyrou to have a Ryan O'Reilly to look to and stay at after practice with? And I think these guys who probably had a captain their entire career are going to come in and say, okay, who's the leader? You know, does that mean that Braden Chen couldn't do it if he didn't have a seed? No, he's going to be a leader either way. Uh, but I think in what the Blues are going through and they're looking for leadership, and even though they didn't have Ryan O'Reilly at the end of last year, you know, they're still going through a phase where they're trying to say, okay, who are we listening to? You know, I think Braden Chen's got to be that guy, and if they are going to name a captain, uh, I think it could be him. But, uh, you know, Doug Armstrong doing his due diligence might hang on and wait to put the C on somebody. Well, I'll tell you what, being around the skates here for the last two, three weeks, it's very clear that Braden Shen is the captain. Whether he has the C or not, he's leading all the guys up there. So it'll be interesting to see what Army decides. Yep, in agreement with you there, buddy. JR, great stuff, man. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, thanks, boys.